wherever you listen throughout the world. It's football time! To the gridiron, guys. Uh, it's your host Zach with you today, uh, and this week I'm joined with a very special guest, Nick Haberer um, from the Washington State Cougars, uh, originally from the sunny coast. Correct? Uh, how you going today, mate? Yeah, I'm great. Yeah, good. Can't complain. The weather is a bit brisk over here in Pullman. It's probably around, I'd say, like four degrees Celsius. Um, so it's very chilly. Uh, yeah, but I'm good. Yeah, is it tough sort of being away from those northern summers and things like that? (laughs) Oh, mate, I miss the beach so much. Miss waking up to a nice sunny day and going for a (laughs) surf or whatnot. But you got the cold climate over here, which is which is pretty brutal. I'm not gonna lie. Like this morning, we had what five a.m. run team run. Yeah, it had to be below zero, so (laughs) it was (laughs) brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, perfect. Well, I suppose looking back, um, going back to a young Nick, uh, yourself, what, did you grow up playing many sports um, and did you yourself have any eyes on American footy early on? Oh, no, no way. Didn't even know anything about the sport. The only thing I knew about it was Tom Brady. Um, that's all I could recall. Uh, but growing up, you know, um, dad wanted me playing rugby league. Mum wanted me playing AFL. Mum won that that ball and um, so I played AFL, but I loved AFL. Played it since I was six to um, nineteen, and yeah, that's that's kind of the main sport I played. I played a bit of cricket in there, played played a bit of volleyball at school, stuff like that. But never really knew about American football or anything like that. So. Yeah, fair enough. And I mean, talking about AFL, um, I think I sort of read you're a part of the Brisbane Lions Academy for a bit there. Um, you know, how was that experience considering, as you mentioned, AFL not a hugely popular up there in the Queensland state? Yeah, no, it's not. It's especially because I, when I first got into the uh, the Brisbane Lions Academy, um, well, yeah, rugby league was pretty big up in Bundaberg where I was living at the time. So I was like, oh, you're playing AFL, that's that's so lame. And it's like, <laughs> oh, well, I like the sport, so I'm going to keep playing it. Um, but uh, later on in my life, I moved further south towards Brisbane because that's where the training really is down in Cooparoo there. Mm. Um, and, yeah, no. So Brisbane Lions Academy was an amazing experience for me as a youngster growing up. Just trying to like you know get into that professional mindset of how to play football professionally, and um, I loved it. Um, got fairly far into it. Unfortunately, got a couple of nicks and bruises, which stopped me playing eventually AFL. So, which was a shame, but that's that's how life works sometimes. Yeah. So is that sort of what led you down to the pro kick path? Then sort of trying to find like a different avenue um, outside of footy? Because if you sort of mentioned like having those injuries preventing you from playing AFL and that's how you, I suppose, got into it, was it? Yeah, it was, it was a bit like that. Um, I really, like, I, I wanted to keep going through um, and keep playing AFL. So I was looking, I was actually going down to Melbourne to look to play at VFL clubs. 
yeah and sign up um i had good chats with the casey demons and uh oh sandringham dragons there um and i was looking to get onto their their squad and do the summer training and whatnot and just so happened to be that um, my mum's friend was like, oh, there's this thing called Pro Kick Australia. Like, while you're down there, you should go have a look. And I was like, all right, what what the hell is this shit? I didn't really know like, what it was because they're like, yeah, it could tailor towards your skill sets. I mean, you kicked a football all your life. So, like, just go down and see. I'm sure your mum would, would like it if you gave this a try instead of keep going at AFL. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at the time, my body wasn't really holding up with it. So, yeah, just went down, saw Johnny and Chap and from Pro Kick Australia, and they're you know they're a funny bunch of bunch of people, and um, got along with them famously straight away, um, and did did me trial, and and yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. So, how did it work for you? So, you mentioned you're already down there, kind of looking at VFL. Um, but did you sort of have the trial and then have to make a decision whether you wanted to move properly to Melbourne or had you already done that by then? Yeah, um, so I was looking at clubs and stuff like that. So I was just staying in hotels down there and then went to that trial and uh, and then, yeah, had to make that decision. I was like, well, do I continue with AFL or do I give this a try and take a risk and, you know, stop AFL and get stuck into this and I was – I was juggling those options up in my head and, yeah, went back to uh, Sunshine Coast and talked to the parents and whatnot and they were like, well, mum was on board, of course, because she didn't <laughs> want to see me getting hurt anymore. And dad was like, oh, like, do you really know what this, this kind of sport is? And I'm like, no, not really, but <laughs> may as well give it a crack. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just took the risk and moved down there. Um, it was a fairly quick process. It was like once I said, yep, I'm doing it, it was in two weeks and I was moved from Sunshine Coast down to um, Melbourne and um, into the training down there. Yeah, and how did you find your time there at Pro Kick, learning you know, initially just how to punt but also being a part of that group? Yeah, it was pretty brutal like going in there like early days because you're comparing yourself to these boys that have probably been there for a year or two years and they're hitting absolute nukes and you're you're like hitting these little piss missiles that aren't going very high <laughs> and you're like, ah, that's not the right thing. But it's really just a process. Like it takes everyone a different amount of time to – to adapt to the spiral punt and like get get good at it and it's still taking me time like it's really just you have to spend a lot a lot of time just working on your craft and stuff like that for for it to really accelerate and so yeah it was it was pretty crazy going into that and just seeing the boys bombing away and I'm just like oh but yeah yeah, and so how did that offer from Washington State ever come about? Like, did it sort of take you a little while? And were there any other schools that sort of came knocking as well? Um, yeah, for me, it was a pretty quick process. Um, it only took me about six months for the offer to come through. Um, but I, originally, I was meant to be going to Hawaii. Oh. Um, that's where the coaching staff, uh, Nick Rolovich and Mike Gobriel were stationed at the time. And that's who I was going through. Mike Gobriel was my recruiter. 
Um, and so I, I was thinking I was going to Hawaii, but then they got all fired from uh, Hawaii. Well, not fired. I think they, they just went to um, Washington State, just upgraded in a position. Yeah. And so they wanted me to come along with them. And I was all for it because, I mean, yeah, Washington State, Power 5 school, couldn't complain. Yeah, and I suppose it's pretty good when you've got, obviously, like a coaching staff that believe in you so much that they're happy to move you, you know, from their old job to their new school that they're just, I suppose they're trying to make an impression and they're you're a part of that impression almost. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's not. It's nice to see that they want they want me to come along with them. And, yeah, it, it was kind of weird though because, I mean, as soon as I got here, two weeks later, Mike Gabriel goes to the Jets and <laughs> coaching there. So I had a whole new coaching staff come in. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was nice. But Rolo was the main one that really, you know, took me under his wing, which was which was good. Yeah. And I suppose when you first moved over, how did you settle in? You know, did you find any culture shocks? Um, what was your first thoughts about like things like university life, training, um, living and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, uh, it, it is a little different. Um, I mean, when I first got off the plane, I didn't realize it was going to be as cold as it was. Should I mean, research a little bit better, <laughs> especially up here um, in Washington State. It gets a little chilly around this time of year. And I, I got off the plane with bloody uh, T-shirt and shorts on, and <laughs> zero degrees. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, all right. And then, yeah, basically coach picks me up, we drive out, and we're on the wrong side of the road, and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, oh. And just, just getting adjusted to those little things is pretty funny um, when you first get over here. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's basically all I've really – noticed there yeah because yeah. are you are you sort of by yourself as an australian there or like are there many other internationals on your roster uh on my roster not really there's, there's a lot of polys on on our roster um but they're all american like salmon so they've been yeah. in the um in america training like they did their high school experiences through there but i got i got a mate um that plays on the baseball team um so and he's from Sydney, Australia, which is nice. So it's good to like hear a familiar voice and and whatnot. So that's always nice. <laughs> yeah, and I mean coming in um, to your freshman year, looking at that, you sort of started every game um, yourself. Did you feel like it took you a bit to get your groove when you started playing, or um, you know, was it just once you sort of got like your first couple of kicks away, you started to feel a bit settled there? Yeah, um, I felt really ready to go just the scheme that um coach krantz who was my uh, special teams coach that first year had in place was really just tailored towards my skill set he was really good at just being like well what's our best kick that we kick it's an end over end right now mm. so we're just gonna go with that um spirals weren't really as consistent as the end over end so you just wanted um that and rolling out and stuff like that so that's kind of what we went towards that first year and that really helped me you know find the groove and and just be like okay this is what this what happens in a in a game situation and it's it's kind of a lot less intense than what happens in training almost because in training, they're trying to throw 
the most fucked up looks they can possible <laughs> at you. And you're like, okay, you have to take a step back and be like, oh, God, is this what's going to come at me at the game? And then you go in a game and, you know, there's hold-up situations and then there's rush situations mm. and learning all those, like, like what times they will come and what positions on the field they're going to rush you or they're going to hold up, like, and just seeing what's in front of you, like seeing their demeanor, like if they're going to rush you, they're going to be in a three-point stance or they're going to be looking like they're going to sprint at you, you know? Yeah. Just knowing that stuff. And that's that's really what got me into the groove that first year. Yeah. Well, how are the nerves going into the first game? Like you obviously did a lot of that training. You said it was quite, you know, a lot harder compared to a game, but surely that sort of first game running out, I think it was at home, was it? Would have been a, Was it a bit nervous or anything like that? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, there was definitely butterflies there, but it was more – I was really excited because to play in front of a crowd like that and and um, just at the home ground, it, it just felt really good. And that was the year after COVID, so no one really expected, like, how, like, the fans would turn out to come and we had a pretty well-packed-out stadium that game and it was just – it was really exciting, but I was a little nervous. But once I got that first kick away, it just – it just felt natural and, and, and easy after that. So, Yeah. And so looking at your first season, um, was there anything that stood out to you there? Did you have any like good away trips, uh, tight wins, or things that you sort of took away from that first year and try to learn and evolve into a better punter? Yeah. I mean, that first year was pretty brutal for me because in game four, I think it was against Stanford, I broke my um, left leg, my left ankle, um, <laughs> which was pretty tough. Uh, yeah, don't know what I was doing at the time. I, rem- I remember my coach was telling me that the long snap was going to get held up. And I was like, well, if he's going to get held up, I'm going to come through and I'm going to help Simon out and I'm going to give him a little hip and shoulder as I, as I run through for the coverage. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, the time comes up, we punt the ball away, get a good punt off. And Simon's getting held up. That's my long snapper, and he's he's struggling. I could hear him, and so as I was running past, I just gave him a little his the tight end that was trying to hold him up, a little hip and shoulder. And as he was falling, he kind of grabbed onto my leg and dragged it along. And oh shoot, it was a quick little little uh, snap of the ligaments and broke a bone in there. But yeah, I played through that for the rest of the year um thanks to the training staff that we have here they definitely helped me through that but i wasn't thinking i was going to play and then the backups were just shanking punts left right <laughs> and center. the coach was like well honestly i'd rather have you at 50 percent than these guys and i'm like oh all right so i had to muster up the courage to you know keep punting but as the season went on, kind of went through the pain a little bit better. And it was kind of nice because I didn't focus on really what was going on in front of me. Like the pain was kind of taking that away. And mm. so like it wasn't really that stressful because it's just like my brain was focusing on my ankle and whatnot. And But yeah, that's that was a big, that was a big one for me. Um, breaking that ankle that that kind of sucked that first year for sure 
Yeah, let's well, certainly throw it on a spin, especially like when you come over and all you want to try and do is just focus on playing and then something like that comes in and sweeps you off your feet, like literally. But um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's good to like, like that's crazy to hear because like you sort of look at your stats and it doesn't look like you were sort of hampered too much. So you obviously were able to put through and, you know, collect away and do still help your team out on those fourth downs. Yeah, it was uh it was a unique way of kicking. I remember I had to kind of those early early days, like the first uh, game after I broke it, and second game, I kind of had to change how I kicked because I couldn't put too much force on that um, on the plant leg. Mm-hmm. That's the leg that I broke, and so I had to kind of kick with my right foot and land on my right foot. And it was it was so awkward, but I, I made do with with it and managed to like get forty yard punts out of it and whatnot. So that definitely helped me out. Yeah, and I mean, look at the end of that year, you guys ended up getting a chance to go to a bowl game at that first year. Um, but I was sort of reading it didn't come without controversy because you guys had sort of like an eleventh hour change of opponent due to COVID. Because I think it was supposed to be something like Boise State, and you ended up playing Central Michigan. So how was that like? Yeah, how how was one? How was the bowl experience itself? But two, like you know, how how did that all work? Were you guys on edge that like the game might get cancelled or these sorts of things? Like it would have been a wild trip. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was crazy. I think we were meant to verse Miami. I think it was. Ah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, they all caught COVID apparently, and at that time, like you couldn't travel if you had it. So. It like all the boys like, well, are we going home? Like this, it's like almost New Year's, and we're like, well, can we just go home? And all the boys were just, you know, it was kind of a shit show there. Um, but they're like, no, 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 we got to stay around. We'll find you a new opponent. And by like, you know, the second last day, they're like, all right, we got your opponent. And we're like, well, we have to cram all in this film study on this new opponent now even though we've been looking at Miami for weeks. Um, and, yeah, it was just bad. The day came along and it was pissing down rain in El Paso, which, you, you know, you don't really see rain out there. It's a dry, barren desert and it's mm-hmm. just pissing down rain. So it wasn't the sun bowl, we call it the rain bowl. That's what the boys call it now. <laughs> um, but... You know, it was a great experience. I can't complain. The bowl game, the activities that we did that whole week were awesome. Um, it was just unfortunate that 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 you know circumstance happened and kind of ruined ruined that last stage of the bowl game for sure. But you know, we got we got good uh, reps in that game. <laughs> uh, I got. A, I think I got to tackle that game. We yeah. It wasn't the best performance from our team, but I got to punt a lot, which was fun. So, yeah, I suppose that's sort of the thing. Like when you, it's one of the flip sides. Your team's not going great, but then you get to go out and do more of your job. It's almost like a, it's almost like a battle on a losing team, scoring a century. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, oh, I want to be out there, but oh, I don't want to. I want to win the game. So, <laughs> you know, you'd rather have your field goal kicker out there on fourth downs than than the punter, but. Um, you know, sometimes those games are, are fun for me. So, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, coming into your second season, the one just passed, 
How did you feel about your preparation? I suppose now thinking about that injury as well, did that sort of impact it a bit or, you know, were you able to sort of have a good pre-season and work on a lot of the stuff that sort of helped you get to that next level? Yeah, the my pre-season last year was terrible. Like it was uh, – it kind of sucks that it happened like that and – I mean, I didn't get to do any winter workouts, which is which is brutal. Like that's where you put on the most uh, muscle and stuff like that, and could only do like upper body stuff. Could not hit the legs, which is what I need, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that really sucked that period of time. Spring spring ball came around, and I think I only trained the last two weeks of spring ball. That's when I was cleared to come out in the field and do light kicking. It wasn't even like it was heavy kicking. Yeah. So it was a really long rehab process. It was like three months of rehabbing because um, it was a pretty bad uh, tear and break and just, you know, playing on it the whole season built up this scar tissue that had to be broken through and it was thick and <laughs> it was it was pretty gnarly. So it took a while to get through that. But, you know, once I got through that, um summer came around summer was pretty hard as well like i was imbalanced one leg was a lot uh smaller than the other and i was Mm. getting problems in like the knee and stuff like that and just trying to strengthen that leg back up was hard and then the season came around i wasn't really prepared for it because of all this like catching up i was trying to do um on top of rehab and trying to learn a new system because our uh, special teams coach got fired. So we got a new special teams coach in. So I was learning that rehabbing, um, trying to get healthy, trying to get kicks in again. So my, uh, yeah, my leading up to that season was, was pretty brutal and yeah, it wasn't, wasn't very fun, unfortunately. Yeah, and I suppose looking at the season, how do you feel that you went? You finished sort of seven and six, similar to the year before, um, but looking at your schedule, it was like way tougher. You, I think you played about like five ranked teams and the Pac-12, it's been getting pretty stacked lately as well. Um, you know, So how, how did you feel about that year, not only about like the team, but you know your own performances? Yeah, um, I think it, it was really good by the team. We had... Um... I mean that big win against Wisconsin was was so fun playing at Wisconsin and beating them on their home turf there and they're you know they've historically they've been a really good side and they've always played well at home so that was huge to kickstart the season off um, on a right note and then uh, it was just you know our fourth quarter stuff really was was bad like. We it felt like sometimes we just couldn't finish games off, and that's that's been a big thing that we're working on this uh, off season is really um, hammering home like the weight room stuff, the the conditioning, and they've they've been kicking our ass this year. We got a new strength coach that's come in, and you know he explains everything. He he's really good, and he worked at LSU there when. Um, Joe Burrow and all those guys yeah. were coming to me. So he's very knowledgeable on, on winning teams and, and what you need to do to get there. But, yeah, that season, um, it, it was good, but it was also – it came with some bad losses in there, unfortunately. 
Yeah, and I mean, looking at yourself, you put up some really nice numbers again. But I want to ask you about a specific game. Um, you had that against Washington. You fake punt pass. Uh, you delivered a pretty nice dot. I've seen the videos and stuff. You know, had you guys been sort of working on something like that at training for a while, or did you sort of pull it out there on the day? Um, yeah, no that that was definitely a planned thing. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of surreal. Like we didn't we didn't hit a fake punt all year, and I was like, like surely this is the game to do it. Like biggest biggest stage for us. And we've been working on this one that, you know, Washington has this unique punt safe formation and um, where they just sit three linebackers in the middle and, like, other teams don't really do that. And so we're, like, we're thinking about it, how we could set up a, a motion that would move those three, three linebackers and put, a like, a fake block in to a route. And so we practice it all like leading up to it. And they're like, yeah, it probably won't be as perfect as this, but you know, if it looks right, just just go for it. I'm like, all right. So um the the call came out, it was fourth and one, so we knew they were gonna go and punt safe. Like it was fourth and inches actually. So it would have been dumb if they went into their normal formation because we would have done the other fake that we had lined up for them. Um, that game um, so they go in their punt safe formation um, I tell the the shieldmen the three shieldmen in front of me to shift out and so they shifted out in front of the corner which made it look like we're doing a screenplay yeah it was like the walkthrough it was so beautiful to watch all three linebackers just followed and mirrored them along and I'm like wow here we go so I just said set and then clapped my hands, ball came to, just put that thing on a on a needle and just, you know, <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah, off went uh, Dayon Hanley for, uh, I'm not sure how far he ran, but I think it was like a 38-yard pass or 36-yard mm. pass. I'm not sure what it was, but add that to the stats, that was pretty fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> it must have felt nice. I mean, did you have to spend much time sort of practicing your throws and things like that or are you just doing that at training anyway? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, as a specialist, you kind of just dick around sometimes and just throw on the ball, trying to throw it as far as you can or, mm. you know, just working on certain things. But my coach, the new coach that came in, special teams coach, really harped on me working on throws because he wants to do more throwing stuff with me. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm actually try it working at the throwing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably good that it came off then so you can do it more in the future, hey? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad it actually works. So <laughs> now that they're, they're probably thinking, yeah, we can do more throws now. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a crack. So I suppose looking forward to next season, how are you guys preparing for another? Again, it's going to be another stacked Pac-12 conference. Um, have you guys set any goals for the team? Um, what you're sort of looking at, what you want to achieve? Yeah, it's. Basically, we just want to work on finishing games off because that's been our biggest problem. Like, mm. we just, unfortunately, somehow in the fourth or, like, the second half, we start to drop off, um, whether that's offense or defense. And, you know, we, we just needed to get a few more pieces, which I think we did um, in, like, the offensive line position um, to help Cam out back there because he's a really good quarterback and he's very shifty. Mm. Um 
I mean, every pack, it seems like every Pac-12 team now has a really good quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's pretty stacked. So, um, yeah, just honestly, it's just finishing games because we do do really well at starting fast, like hitting hard, and and that's kind of what we pride ourselves on here because you know we don't really get the five stars and stuff like that. So we really need to be a hard hard hitting team and you know wear wear teams down. So. Um, we yeah we're gonna wear wear teams down, but we need to you know finish through to that last last half. Yeah, and what about yourself personally? Like I know you're sort of talking about you leaned a lot more on the end over ends. Are you maybe looking towards some more spiral kicks maybe this year or going forward to that? Yeah, so last um, last season towards the end, I think Oregon State I started spiraling, which um, was super fun. Uh, like hitting a, a nice spiraling game is always awesome to watch and and feel off your foot. So um, just, you know, getting more consistent at the spirals, um, you know, putting some unique kicks in there as well, trying to trying to get the ball on the ground because we've noticed that teams don't really like, you know, touching the ball when it gets on the ground. Mm. Uh, so just putting some unique kicks in, like rolling left and right, um, Stuff like that, which will be cool, but mainly just getting more consistent with spirals, just getting stronger in the legs so I can kick further and and higher and all that good stuff that a punter needs to do. Yeah. Well, I suppose it was in that – um, was it the one in that Fresno State game where you sort of rolled around and it was kind of like a little bit of a banana-looking thing? <laughs> yeah. <those>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> – I mean that game was kind of getting blown out, and I was yeah. like, I saw their coverage was soft, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna hold on to the ball here, and if they give me an opportunity to run it, I'm gonna run it. Yeah, would have uh, probably gotten trouble if I did run it. <laughs> um, yeah, they didn't give me an opportunity, so I had to cut back inside and make it work somehow. And yeah, that that's kind of like the kick that we we want to work on, get on the ground and roll because netted 53 yards on that punt so i mean that's that's pretty nice for any team to have a net of 53 yards so stuff like that yeah yeah perfect and i mean looking at this year i believe you guys have added a few players as well and one guy vincent gawley now again not trying to create any division between you guys because i believe he's a punter um but is it sort of good to have someone else in your position come in and sort of like a challenge of someone else around sort of push you to go further yeah, it's really good. Um, I think competition is a great thing. It only makes you better, you know. Um, and, I mean, Colton Thico is um, a combo guy. He does kicking and punting, and he's he's a really good punter. Um, he's a senior this year, and, you know, he's got good leg strength and whatnot. Um, so it's always good, you know, to work, work with boys like that and, compare and you know compete against each other it definitely definitely makes makes you a better player and punter so i i uh don't back away from that i think that's a great thing and you know you definitely need it yeah for sure and i suppose yourself what are your long-term aspirations um you know over the next sort of couple of years on the field and even off the field with like study and things like that yeah just obviously um you know, trying to graduate with over a 3.0 GPA is a big one. Um, yeah, graduating and getting my degree. Um, uh, and then obviously just 
with football is just uh, keep progressing and keep getting stronger, which is a big thing, and just consistency with how with how I go about it and how I'm I'm kicking, because that's that's all an NFL team wants is someone that's going to be consistent. It's going to be there every time, you know, hitting for forty five five zero or forty five four five. They, you know, they want you to match your hang time with your distance, which. Mm. I think is very doable, but it's it's definitely a hard thing to be consistent, but you can definitely train to be as perfect as you can be. Yeah. No, well, super exciting. I think by the sounds of it, you're doing all the right things and keen to see you sort of over these next couple of years of Washington State and hopefully maybe in the future in the pros. <laughs> yeah, hopefully on the Sundays you'll be seeing me on TV. <laughs> that's that's the goal anyway. Yeah, it's always always the goal. No, absolutely. But look, as always, thanks, Nick, for coming on. We really appreciate it and uh, we look forward to seeing you play this year. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for letting us in your crib. It's been real. <laughs>